This is Lori Forster, the wine coach, and this is the sipping point. And it's my favorite part of every show. It's called the wine sandwich of the week. And that's where we sandwich delicious food in between sips of wine. And I'm so excited because executive chef and owner of the Elkridge Furnace Inn, Daniel Wecker, is here. And he brought me both. So I love you already. Um, We're already close friends. He is a Lancaster, Pennsylvania native um, who just developed a passion for cooking in his childhood, studied under a very infamous chef, Michelle Beaupin, and then came to own, for 25 years now, the Elkridge Furnace Inn, which is very much a family business. In addition to your talents, many of your family members bring their talents. So we're here to talk a little bit about incorporating more spring and more of what's going on and what's to come I hope, (laughs) into your dishes. Thank you so much for being with us. Oh, thank you. I love anyone who brings delicious food and wines to accompany them. You focus on fresh ingredients, what some are using the buzzword now, farm to table, but you have a better saying. What do you call it? We call it yard to table at our restaurant because we just go out back and pick it. Yes. So you have a greenhouse. Yes, we have a, a large greenhouse and we're just... We're amazed at at watching things grow, and now since around the 15th of February, we're getting a little more daylight, and things are just, they're really popping, and and it's a lot of fun. So one of the things you brought here, and it's a great way for people to incorporate seasonal things into their dishes, you brought a salad, and you guess you call, this is your everyday salad, but tell me about what goes into the everyday salad. We do a, a salad every season, and it changes Every day, um, we pick things on the property, and nothing in the salad travels more than 50 yards. Um, although we do generally have a, uh, a, a regular garnish on it, this season we're doing a Parmesan twill. The Parmesan obviously traveled more than 50 yards, uh, <laughs> but everything else that's on the plate is coming right out of our garden or our greenhouse, and um, we kind of go out and forage uh, at our facility for those things, although they're things that we're we're growing naturally. Although, if we find things um, around the property that we can utilize that are edibles, we will use those as well. Great. And I had a fresh turnip. We had a carrot puree on there. Um, there were some, uh, some other items in the salad that you just got today. Yes, baby rutabagas um, and uh, lots of fresh greens and things that we're picking in the greenhouse or under... Row, we have row covers, we have cold frames. So our, our growing doesn't stop just because we have this lousy winter this year. <laughs> right now. And and you also brought an entree, which was your lamb three ways, two ways? Three ways. Love that. I love as many ways as you can give me the lamb. So you got lamb three ways with a delicious sauce on top of it. And then you brought two great red wines. So let's talk about the dish first. Before we get to the wine, tell me about the lamb three ways and you really control just like you do with the vegetables. A lot of the process of that lamb, you have a sausage on there. You made that yourself. Yeah, we make our own sausages uh, at the restaurant. We uh, uh, cure and smoke meat. So some things we have an andouille on the menu right now. So we make that and then we smoke it. We uh, do some uh, some other things that we're curing. Uh, for a longer period of time, uh, duck prosciutto, uh, pancetta, things like that that we make ourselves, bacon, uh, mm-hmm. that, that not only smoke but cure 
and uh, we have done some of our own prosciuttos as well. But this in this particular dish, we're giving you uh, a house-made lamb sausage. We're doing a lamb spring lamb chop, which is a little T-bone, um, and you get really good flavor with the meat right off, right up against the bone. That's where you get some additional flavor. Uh, and then we do a spring lamb chop. Uh, it's a double chop, but we we leave just one bone on uh, mm-hmm. as a garnish per se. Um, and that's like eating filet mignon of lamb yeah. uh, to be tender like that. And then it's it's uh, uh, put around with um, a tabbouleh salad, but it's not a summer tabbouleh salad. Um, it's meant to be uh, early spring or late winter. So we don't have the traditional tomato cucumber. Um, we have uh, root vegetables and white beans in there. Delicious. Uh, and so it really is seasonal in its what most people think of as tabbouleh, uh, they get it BJ's or Costco or something, is loaded with tomato, cucumber, and parsley, which is delicious and it's a great summer thing. Right. But it's not summertime. And right. so we want to mimic the season uh, as much as possible with what we're doing with our food. And then you have that sauce on there, which is delicious. You make all, and I know I said, you know, from my experience with my chef at home, because he's forever cooking stocks and it takes days and there's so much love that goes into it, but that makes such the difference to a dish, uh, you know, a real homemade stock that goes into the sauce versus just buying a stock that's pre-made. Well, one of the reasons we only serve one bone on lamb chops is we use all the other bones and the chine bones from the racks to make the sauce. Mm. So we make the, our stock from that. Uh, if if we used all the bones in the presentation, we wouldn't have any bones to make sauce right. with. And so that's part of what we do. All of our sauces are made from stock. All of our stocks are made from bones. And, and there's a lot of love in that. There's a I lot see of what love goes into patience. making those. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, and speaking of love, I love food, but I love it even more with the right wine. And the great thing about your restaurant and your focus in your wine list at the restaurant is that you have a lot of choices here, but you say about 100 that are $50 or under per bottle. And that's when I go out to eat, that's where I usually like to be. Even though I'm in the wine business, you know, I want to be able to afford a bottle or two, you know, so it's nice to find a list that has so many affordable things. And you brought me two. One's a $48 and one's a $38. What what wines did you bring us here? I, I wanted to bring a couple things that I thought went well with both the salad, the entree, and could even carry over into the dessert. And uh, we have here a blood orange creme brulee. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, a uh, cherry cheesecake. <clears throat> and and so, I hear you know the pastry chef yes, rather well. The pastry chef is my daughter. <laughs> uh, she's been working for me for 20 years now in oh, pastry. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, she started apprenticing when she was 12. Um, wow. She went to, um, she was homeschooled in the Calvert Hol- Homeschool Program, Calvert School in Baltimore here. And uh, she worked, came over two days a week to work with my pastry chefs. And she loved it and she is... She's an artist, and um, it's wonderful to have her doing pastry and not have to worry about yes. her department. She uh, takes care of it. Um, <laughs> All right. So what, what on the I, left, what, what do we pour here on the left? We have uh, a Terlato and Chapoutier Shiraz Viognier from Australia, and um, it's very elegant. The little bit, about 3% Viognier, is just enough to... Uh, soften that hot weather Shiraz and um, to give you a, a very elegant wine that 
very food friendly. Yeah, $38 on your list is from the Victoria region near Melbourne. We always think of South Australia and Barossa, but they're making great uh, wine in so many different regions in Australia. And this is sort of a collaboration between two great wine houses that come together, Terlato and Chapoutier. And I think that's a great first choice. What was what what the other wine that you brought us? Uh, the other wine uh, is a Rapasso uh, from Zanato. And one of the reasons I brought it, um, my training was in French wines and my Chef used to laugh that, uh, you know, we, we would import wines from California. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I've come to learn to love Italian wines as good food wines just really in the last 10 years. Nice. Uh, and I've been doing this a long time. But the Rapasso is a great way to get some of the uh, elegant and expensive Amarone flavor in a wine for the rest of us who are on a budget. And I, I kid my Amen. customers, if if you're not on a budget, I'd like to speak to you privately. Um, <laughs> but uh, even at my house, we're on a budget. And uh, this is a great way uh, when I go out to a restaurant, if I want those sorts of flavors, because some of uh, the Rapasso is a is the Valpicello and uh, they use some of the Amarone grapes and they ferment them to get some of that. You get wine. a really good, robust Flavor, great, marries well with food, and um, is not sharp and edgy like you might find with some Italian wines. Right. It really drinks very elegantly, and you're getting some of that rich Amarone flavor. Wow. Well, everything delicious food, wines, and then dessert. This is a treat. But in addition to just coming out and enjoying the restaurant just for an evening, you do a lot of special events. So I want to make sure we get that in and give people a place to go to to uh, find out more. I see that uh, you're having a, a dinner that's going to transport us all to Quebec coming up on the 20th of March. And then I love this. You're doing a kids camp as well this summer, right? An interactive uh, experience where you can... Maybe uh, get our kids to grow up to be pastry chefs like your daughter. <laughs> I, I've had a fun, I've done kids camps, I'm guessing, 10 years now. Um, and <clears throat> it's not kitty camp. Right. The kids come in, they work with sharp knives, hot pans, um, dangerous objects, and they love it. <laughs> uh, and I, I kind of kid them at the beginning of the week. I put a few Band-Aids in my pocket and I tell them I don't want to have to use the Band-Aids. And... Quite often we go through an entire week without anybody having anything at all. And often they show me a finger and they say they they have an, an injury and I can't even see it. It's right. It's invisible. Uh, but we have a lot of fun. We go out to the gardens. We pick what we're going to cook with. We get our herbs. We get our vegetables. That's uh, great. The kids make their own breakfast. Uh, the first morning they're flipping crepes with no tools and they have so much fun and I it's like really this. an adult style. They're doing things the way chefs do it. Right. And they, they gain confidence in the kitchen at home. They gain personal confidence and they learn how to present themselves um, to their parents and grandparents and families and things. It, it's, it is a, a great experience for them. That's fabulous. Well, you were telling me earlier, 25 years you've been you've the owner and the chef at the Elkridge Furnace Inn. That's an amazing number because most restaurants never make it that far, you know, so you gotta, you got to be feeling great there. If you want to find out more about the inn, go to ElkridgeFurnaceInn.com and you can find out about these special events or just how to make reservations for a Tuesday night, right? Yep. 
Well, thank you so much, Chef. You, your background is incredible, and I'm going to enjoy tasting some more of your food and wine at the break, and I hope you'll come back with us again. I'd love to. Thank you. All right. You. Cheers.